Well, hi everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag, preparing for tomorrow. And that's what this program is all about. Got a lot going on for you this time. We got some fresh class listings. I'm going to show you how to stop wasting up to two hours a day on silly stuff and use that time for planning. I want to talk about a discussion I had with my son about body armor and answering questions about spalling. That uh, that really is not the type of thing I should be talking to my son about. And what else have we got? Oh yes, guns and dating. That is an interesting idea. We're also going to remind you that uh, check on the front page. We update the front page of the Second Amendment section. There is some special legislation scheduled to happen in Salem. OFF, the Oregon Firearms Federation, has sent out some information. We have included a link, and if you're interested in following up on that, and I think you might wish to be, then for heaven's sakes, take a few minutes and read that. So what do we got going on class-wise? I promised you class information. The CHL classes are back. They're happening. And we've got two scheduled for July. Now, due to social distancing requirements, we have less people when we go to the range. So we're going to have more classes. We normally have a fairly good turnout for these classes. I would not hesitate, even with the complete extra class. We are seeing a lot of interest, a lot of turnout, and I think it's a good idea to book those classes early. A reminder that we do have the Arizona license as an add-on to that class, and the combination of the two permits is going to give you 38 states of reciprocity and carry coverage. I think it's a very good idea. Also, my goodness, I have been seeing interest in the gun cleaning class. And that, well, that's not as sexy as the scenario class or the shotgun class. By golly, it is one of the most important classes you can take. Proper maintenance of any tool, any tool. I don't care if it's a reciprocating saw, uh, a surgical set in an operating room. Proper maintenance and Taking care of that the right way is vital, and I can tell you that if you don't care for your firearm appropriately, if you don't keep it clean, if you don't keep the lubrication done correctly, you're going to hear the loudest sound you've ever heard when you're out shooting, and that's going to be a click. That firearm can fail, and there are times you just don't want that to happen. So let's indeed take a look at, uh, at that class, and there are many things happening. Check the site regularly. You'll see that we are coming back strong, and we're thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for continuing to support us, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Mention saving time. Now, I personally believe the most precious thing we get every day is the promise, not the guarantee, but the promise of 24 hours. Okay, how would you like to save at least two hours a day? If you're addicted to social media, like I was, hi Bill, uh, I, I was on Facebook, I was on Instagram, I was doing all kinds of things because I had something to say. I had something people had to hear. Well, a little investigation shows me that first of all, you're arguing with an algorithm 
in a server room somewhere in another country in a goodly part of these exchanges. This is the old Pee Wee Herman, I know you are, but what am I, designed to waste your time. I got pretty upset with some research I had done finding out that and other information about what's going on on social media. And really, it doesn't matter what your political viewpoints are because everybody is doing this. Except me, because I've dropped Facebook, I've dropped Twitter, I have dropped Instagram. I disconnected it, I asked for it to be deleted, and I'm going to follow up to ensure that it was deleted. Now, this is not from some great superior moral high ground. This is from a simple time management position. I'm not interested in wasting all that time arguing with somebody I can never convince on a point that may or may not be accurate. It's just not worth it. I'm going to take those two hours a day, and I timed it. I was spending a minimum morning, noon, night, pop in at work, Pop in in the evening, see what's going on. Yes, the cat videos, gosh darn it, they're just so darn cute. Uh, Carla's baby looks good, looks just like her mom. Nice. You know what? I can get an email. It's quick. It's junk food. It's junk food communication. And I have, in fact, decided I'm not going to have any more junk because what's going on, in my opinion, is very, very important. I want facts. I want real information, and I want to know where those facts are coming from. I'm not going to have someone run up, hand me something, and say, read this, be upset, send me money. Not going to do it. I recommend that you evaluate your social media time. First of all, make a little log. How long are you spending? Second, is this information you're getting connected to things you're seeing in real life? Is this something in your town, in your neighborhood, in your group of friends that is relevant, that is real, that is important? And if these are real, important, relevant things, then act locally. I've started writing my legislators here in Oregon and in Washington. I can't write them a handwritten letter because my handwriting's so bad it just go in the dumpster. But I do send them an email. In fact, I will actually go buy a book of stamps to help keep the Postal Service in business and send them a letter. A letter is like a vote. A letter is an option that you have sat down, put thought to, and please put thought to it. Take out the die you gravy sucking pig part on the first draft. You can write it if you want to, but cut that stuff out. Let people know what you're concerned about. Let people know what's important to you. And you don't have to, how am I going to do that? You're going to stop wasting two hours on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all those other, other things. TikTok, oh my God. Uh, working at a university, I see all of these things and I have to wonder, it's like junk food for the brain. And, and no more. This is too important. Shooters are smart people. The people listening to this blog care about preparation. They care about survival. They're concerned about their family. So let's look at what we can do to get good information and let's look at what we can do to be effective and to be positive. Okay, had an interesting discussion with my son, got an email and then we had a long phone call. He asked me what I knew about plate carriers, body armor, and if I knew what spalling is.
Well, yes, spalling is when a, a round hits a metal plate and actually fragments or sprays. It's much like someone sprays you with a squirt gun. The water goes out in different, if you put your hand up, the water is going to go out in different ways. Well, these are hot hunks of metal that are going to go up into your face and chin. There are ways around that, and I'm certainly not going to tell you how to rate and choose body armor. I'm not an expert. That's a personal decision. So with that said, I do have some general suggestions to help you if you decide to research body armor. First of all, it's flying off the shelves. Stuff is back ordered at least 30 business days. That's a month and a half in real time. And let's look at some general ideas. First of all, there are plate carriers, and then there are full vests, which include ballistic plates. Those plates come in both steel and ceramic, and you want American-made. I'm just going to stop right there. Get American-made products. There have been some serious life-threatening problems with some of the offshore products. Weight is important. Steel versus ceramic. The steel, you're going to get the spalling. There are coatings you can put on. The weight is what you're going to be carrying all day. Also, the ventilation, how hot it's going to get. Armor you can't wear is not going to work for you. And how much of the body is going to be covered. A plate carrier is just that, usually a 10 by 12 inch ballistic plate suspended in a carrier that you wear front and back. You look a little bit like a uh, catcher or an umpire having the pad in front and in back. The vests are more coverage combining a plate and Kevlar or Kevlar style material to stop rounds. There are different grades. For example, level 3, level 3 plus, and going up to level 4. The higher the level, the larger the round the plate will cover. And finally, look at coverage. You can end up looking like a knight, everything from your toes to the top of your head covered, and that is for high action situations. I don't see that being something the average person will need on a daily basis, at least not yet. So look at the coverage and do remember, and this is just kind of a tip, your feet. I've seen people walk out with everything covered and then you can see their socks and shoes. That is uh, putting yourself in jeopardy because that is a very, very attractive target. Just saying. My son was asking me because he is in an interesting position up in Portland. He's a delivery driver. He doesn't drive for an armored car company. He's not a bonded courier. He's delivering food in a big delivery truck at 3 in the morning. So here he is out on the streets 3 in the morning, and he's hearing more and more that drivers are being held up for their food. And there are often guns involved, as you might find in a robbery. And he said, Dad, I'm thinking about getting a plate carrier. My response to that was, well, I'd think about getting another job and get yourself down here to southern Oregon and get the hell out of Portland. That's another story. The point is, until that happens, what does that say about how things are getting? When delivery drivers have to worry about getting jacked for their burritos. That's where that two hours a day is important. Those are the conversations you need to have. One of the things I do is listen to this and edit out the coughing, the sneezing, and the bumbling. 
This next section is not meant to give you information on how to deal with someone, for example, law enforcement, who comes up to you and says, sir, are you carrying a gun? That would usually involve some credentials being presented, etc., etc. That is not what we're doing. Perhaps we can cover that as a separate entity in another podcast. But I do want to let you know this following section is dealing with you and a date. You and someone you are going to be working with at a far closer, far more personal level than just your everyday encounter in a supermarket or at the mall or something like that. So that is the guideline. We're talking about working with a potential partner, a date, someone you're going to be spending some time with. I'm not talking about how to respond when you're asked, are you carrying a gun by someone randomly? So with that said, let's take a deep breath and move to the next section. Another real time saver, if you're looking at effective time management, if you're going to be dating, and I mentioned this at the top of the program, how do you inform your potential significant other, your date, that you indeed have a firearm? Do you tell them that? Should you tell them that? And how? do you do that? Well, I believe you should. I believe you're going to save yourself a lot of grief if they discover it. Let's say you get a hug or somebody bumps into you and you get that, whoop, what's that? This can often be followed by, oh my God, he's got a gun. This is not what you want to have happen in a crowded restaurant. This is a recipe for disaster. I do think And this is my policy. If I put an online profile up, part of the activity of that profile, it talks about my job and, of course, my Nobel Peace Prize and my Academy Award. But it does also include that I'm not available Saturdays because I work at the shooting range or that I'm a firearms instructor. This is going to weed people out who might be the, oh my God, he's got a gun crowd. They're not going to want to date you anyway. If I'm in a situation where I'm meeting a new person, and it's going to go beyond a grab a coffee type of thing, I ensure that they get one of my business cards from Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training. They're going to know about me and what I do. In any relationship, I don't care if it's guns, income, where you live, uh, are those your real teeth, there's a certain amount of honesty you're going to have to come up with if that relationship is going to work. And on the subject of firearms, I tell them as soon as it's appropriate, it's not the first thing I say, hi, my name is Bill and I've got a gun. No, you don't want to do that. What you do want to do is build trust, build a relationship. And I am honestly tickled that of the three persons I've done this with in the past year, I've had three people absolutely freak out in a good way. Oh my God, I've really wanted to learn this. Can you give me a, do you do lessons? How hard is it to get some training? This is such a such good news to me. Yes, I have had a little over a year and a half ago, walked in, sat down, hi, how you doing? As part of the business card ceremony, said this, 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 I work at SOU, I do this, I do that, and I'm also an instructor. You you use guns? Well, I yes, to shoot, you do use guns. And they got up and walked out. They were just I I could have gone in without pants, and I did check. I was fully dressed. But, in fact, some people go absolutely nuts. 
Let's be brutally honest, boys and girls. If you're going to get that kind of reaction initially, you've saved yourself thousands of dollars and hundreds of hours on a relationship which is basically doomed to fail because you've got some really key differences. So that's just been my story. The second part of that, and this could be something if you're interested in, we can talk about a little more in a future podcast. What do you do when you have someone in the house? That is something you definitely are going to want to think about when having guests, company, and especially potentially overnight company in your home. Okay, let me know your thoughts on that. Coming up, I have been trying to talk Sandra into coming in and sharing a little more of her knowledge, and I think, by golly, it's going to happen. I'm not going to promise, because she's super busy doing all kinds of stuff, but I think she's interested in coming in to talk to us a little bit more about uh, what to do when Rite Aid is not there. One thing I'm personally interested in is keeping my immune system as strong as I can, and I'm sure you are as well. So I will keep you appraised or apprised or even up to date on what's going to be happening then. Remember, class spaces are filling quick. If you're going to be interested in a concealed carry class, I'd jump on and make a reservation as quick as you can. And if you're interested, if you want to get a couple of friends together and get a class, reach out to us. Let's see what we can do for you. We want you to be safe, responsible, and well-informed firearms owners. So I look forward to seeing you in class or out at the range. And whatever you do, be good to each other and let's be safe. Thank you.